Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. G'day, mates. It's Bee Buster here. And before the episode begins, I would just like to let you know that Be Scared, which is produced along with Studio 71, features scary stories from around the globe on a weekly basis that aim to fuel your nightmares with a smile. And if you enjoy the podcast, it would be great if you could hit that subscribe button and drop a review. Thanks for listening, guys. And without further ado, let's begin. My girlfriend and I moved into a new apartment roughly three years ago. She has since then been suffering from weekly sleep paralysis. Her brother used to have them when they were children, so she knew what they were right away. She has described it as being completely paralyzed, besides breathing and moving her eyes. And most of the time she sees that dark, tall figure moving around our apartment when they happen. Sometimes she just hears him walking, sometimes he's staring at her from the door... And sometimes he presses down on her chest, making it difficult for her to breathe. She is a non-believer of the paranormal, and yet this sleep paralysis terrifies her. So now, to the really scary part. So she usually manages to wake me up during these by breathing quickly and loudly. I can then wake her from it, which enables her to move again and the figure disappears. What I haven't told her though is that... These past two months, I have actually seen the figure as well. Right after I'm woken up by her breathing, I can see it bent over, bent over her that is, pushing down on her ribcage. It always disappears the second that I acknowledge it, or try to wake her. I've also seen it standing in the hallway staring at me one night, while I was home alone watching a movie. I pretended that I didn't see it and it had disappeared the next time that I looked over. Now to the dilemma. So, do I tell my girlfriend that her sleep paralysis demon might not be a regular sleep paralysis demon after all, since I've seen it too, and also at the same time as her, waking her up from the paralysis at night that is? I guess I don't want to scare her, I mean, she's already terrified from the sleep paralysis itself, and that is when she feels certain that it's just in her own head. We can't afford to move either, and I think we can both live like this, given that I never tell her the truth, that is. So, what's your advice? Should I tell her, or should I just let it be? 
Apartments.com believes that a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time that you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the story of the scariest moment of my life. It's been a few months since I experienced this sighting, but... I'm still pretty terrified to go out at night due to seeing what I saw. So about three months ago, I had moved on to an 11-acre property in rural Texas, specifically between Yorktown and Smiley. The entire plot of land was about maybe three to four times the size of the lot that we purchased, but nobody had purchased any of the other portions while we were there. The land was fresh, never had been built on before, and didn't even have an address. It was surrounded solely by oil pumps on neighboring properties. At night, you could actually see the burning off from them lighting part of the sky orange. Our house was a bare-bones tiny house. No walls, just wooden beams and a bare floor. No running water, no plumbing. We had to dig the electric from the pole all the way to the house ourselves. And that's how the new property was. It was a, a miserable experience all around, but... We were poor and it was really the only living situation that we could find. Now, I've never been a believer in the paranormal. I still don't really believe in things like ghosts or demons. I'm a sort of, if I see it, I'll believe it person. After this experience though, I am definitely more open to these types of things. What I saw I just call the creature. Creative, I know. When I moved onto the property, there were some weird anomalies in technology that started to happen. Phones would glitch out and stop working, the cameras would act strange, and parked cars that were turned off would suddenly chime and lights would turn on. I always thought that it was odd, but I never connected it to the property until my girlfriend mentioned the strange happenings later on after my sighting. One night, soon after I moved there, 
I had to get something out of my car and I took my phone light, walked out, opened the door and started digging around in the glove box with my full focus on finding what I was looking for. I forgot exactly what it was that I was searching for in the end. After looking for a while and not finding it, I closed the door and shone my light back towards the house. There was a truck parked between me and the door to the house and as I shone my light towards the truck, I became instantly terrified because what I saw was a tall, I would guess 7 to 8 foot, humanoid creature with white, sort of sickly looking skin. Its arms and legs looked longer than a human's and as I shone my light in that direction, it instantly ran off. It had the capability to leap over the truck, mind you, landing in the bed momentarily before hopping over the other edge and disappearing beyond my sight. I distinctly remember how the truck shook when it nimbly jumped over it. The time that it took to do that was about four to five seconds. I never did get to see its face and to be honest I'm glad that I didn't as I would probably be even more traumatized than I already am. I can only imagine what its face looked like. Would it have reflective eyes like an animal? I still wonder about that. Instead of stepping in the car and locking the door, I quickly walked around the truck and into the house, like an idiot, I know, but I was really terrified though when I stepped around the truck that it would be waiting there for me. Luckily it wasn't, but for the rest of the night I was absolutely horrified, as well as the rest of the time that I lived there, which was only about a month. I would have thought, okay, maybe I just imagined it, but it was just so, so clear to me. Even the fact that the truck shook was a detail that was just too realistic to be my imagination. And plus, I have one more thing too. I wasn't the only one who actually saw it. My girlfriend saw it out of the window at one point, though not as clearly as I had seen it. She did some digging and other people have seen a similar creature in the area apparently. And that makes it clear to me that what I saw was real. I still doubt it to some degree, I guess, because, I mean, how could it be real, right? But I just cannot see any other way to explain it. I still wonder what would have happened to me if I hadn't turned around when I did. It seemed like it might have been stalking me or something. I can only imagine in terror what it might have done to me if I hadn't have turned around and saw it. I'm honestly traumatized from this experience as silly as that may seem. I feel embarrassed saying it in fact, but it's true. I know sightings like this to me before I experienced it myself would just make me think these people are crazy or they're making it up for attention, fame, they're faking it. But now I'm more open-minded towards people's experiences. I, I don't want to be famous or anything, I just want someone to know what I experienced that night. I want to know what it is that I might have actually seen, if anyone has any idea. So please, do let me know what you think. I'm never moving to the countryside again, mind you, ever. I'd rather get stabbed by some homeless Austinite than live out there and die from whatever that creature was. So this happened in like, I would say 2017. 
I was walking home from school. My mum worked late and my father was out for a business trip. My brother's college was farther away, so he always came half an hour to an hour after me. But when I go home myself, I would always take the shortcut. It was an enclosed path with rarely any people. There was a man a few steps behind me at one point, and since I was a young and dumb child, I didn't think too much of it. When the enclosed path ended and connected to the sidewalk, I saw the guy getting in a white van. Getting slightly suspicious now, I started running to my house, noticing the van was following me. He was definitely following me too, and I wasn't just being paranoid. I took a couple of wrong turns, but the van just kept on staying behind me, so I took a detour, and when I finally thought that I'd lost him, I ran back to my house and locked all my doors and windows. After I did this, I looked outside, and... I saw the white van sitting at the front of my house. I frantically called my mother and my brother. My mum wouldn't be home for like another few hours and my brother had half an hour left. My mum told me to go to my parents' room and get a gun. I went into my parents' room and went to their closet and got a gun. Mind you, the closest thing that I ever did to shooting was archery, so I wasn't really ready for this or anything. In any case, I went downstairs with a gun and grabbed a knife. My mum was calling the police, by the way. I went to the window and saw somebody trying to peek into the house. And with that, I pointed a gun at them and threatened them. Upon seeing me with the gun, they left and ran away. My brother finally came home and I told him what happened. We looked at the security camera and we saw him trying to get in through the back door then giving up and coming to the window to peek in. After my mum came home, the cops showed up. They tried to trace his license plate number and all that. I would see that same white van pass my house every day until the police finally caught him. Turns out, he was actually an escaped convict, high on something. So, am I glad that I had that gun that day and that he didn't get in? So, for starters, I live in a very secluded area. We do have neighbours, but plenty of space in between us. About a good horse pasture, or maybe two. You can't really hear each other from that distance, unless you're being very loud, which even then you can't hear them well. Well, tonight I was walking my dog and misjudged the time a little bit. It was dark, but he needed to get on with his business. I turned on my flashlight and told him to stay close. I verbally expressed to him, yes, my dog, that it was dark and I didn't want to walk too far. Eventually, though, I shook off my worry and decided to go a little bit further than I would have liked. I've always been scared of the dark a bit, I guess, but it bothers me sometimes more than others. At this point, we are far enough from the house that I can only see around me from the flashlight I have my house in view, but the porch light is very old and doesn't span out over the yard or anything. I don't come out this far at night unless my husband is with me usually. But when Buddy began to head back, I heard a sound. At first, I thought it was a bird in a nearby tree. I stood there for a second to pinpoint the direction that it was coming from. When I looked around, it grew louder. I'm obviously uneasy at this point. The reality of how far away from home we are begins to set in. I start walking toward Buddy so that we can make our way back. 
and that was when the sound grows closer. It takes me back for a second, and it sounds almost like a, a flock of birds, though not. It's as if someone was playing a sound of birds on a tape recorder or something. I glance over to my dog, and he's looking toward the sound with his head tilted on the side. I look to where he's facing, and notice that it's in the deepest part of the woods on our property. I tell Buddy that it's time to go inside. I didn't hide the panic in my voice or anything, and that's when the sound seemed to pick up pace and grows even closer. I run as fast as I can to the house. Buddy thankfully knows that if Mum is running, then he should too. We got to the house fine, and the sound only faded as we got to the fence. Buddy was very alert for the next couple of minutes and wouldn't leave my side. I've tried to calm myself down by considering that my neighbors have chickens or whatever. The thing is, is that the only neighbor that has them doesn't live on that end of the wood line. In fact, no one does. Not for a few miles at least. It's just open land there. By some chance that this sounds crazy and you think that it was probably just birds. I sort of do too, but you first have to understand that my parents are farmers. They have many types of birds. Chickens, guineas, ducks, turkeys, parrots, inside pets, etc. So I should have been able to identify them pretty well. But they were unlike anything that I've ever heard. If you take anything from this, then please, avoid going outside alone at night with a bad flashlight and unarmed. I hope that this doesn't happen again to me, but eventually I'm going to have to take Buddy for another walk. So my grandma and I live in a small two-bedroom house, and honestly, I hate it. I cannot leave my room at night without a light because I always feel like I'm being watched. Without a light is even worse and I get chills and I feel sick to my stomach with anxiety that I'm in fact being watched. Around the same time every night without fail, I can also hear something on my roof. I discarded it as cats at first but there's no way that it's cats because there's no way for them to really get on the roof without injury. Around 12am to 1am I can hear thumps and they sound like a man is walking up there. They move across the whole house. Sometimes they're loud and sometimes they're not. My dog at one point was crying to go outside and of course I couldn't just not let her out. So me and my dog went outside and it was around 3 in the morning I was talking to my dog the whole time because I felt more comfortable doing so, but eventually I realized that I sounded sort of insane and stopped. But man, do I wish that I hadn't have, because I could then hear snoring. Once I realized something was snoring and knew the direction of the snore, I made the mistake of flashing my light towards it. I felt like I was in danger and it's a hard thing to describe because you just need to know the feeling, but I got my dog back inside and that feeling just never went away. I went straight into my room and I shook in my bed. In the past when I was younger, I would hear the thumps and I would get scared, bury myself in the blankets because if I was hiding then it couldn't hurt me, but 
Now I sort of just get a spike of anxiety that doesn't seem to go away until like one in the morning. I talked to my grandma about it once and she told me to just ignore it because it would just go away. She covers the windows every night with blinds and a blanket, but with her old age she can no longer do this. I asked her why she did this at one point and she explained that it was because it couldn't see in if she did this. I want to start covering up the windows myself but she advised me not to because it's too much work. I want to bring up the thumps again but I'm scared that she'll say the same thing as before and just sort of discard it. My dog is a big girl and she hates loud noises. She is my protector but she's also a big chicken without a doubt. She growls when she hears the thumping though and will crawl into my bed and protective stand over me sort of. The only way that I can get her to stop is by petting her and telling her that it's okay. Whatever is around my house though, it has my dog very upset. I don't know if it's a person or something else but whatever the case, I would really like some advice. I moved to California in May. Having lived in Utah most of my life, this was a big change. Where I'm from is fairly safe. I could walk home at night and usually not worry too much. Everyone has warned me how dangerous this area can be and to be vigilant. I carry pepper spray with me and I've never really had any issues. That is until tonight. So I ride the fast transit train system pretty often usually at least a few times a week. To get there from my apartment, I have to walk about a mile, most of which is an enclosed trail that runs behind a neighborhood and next to the train tracks. There's one entrance on one end, one in the middle, and the other end opens up to the train station parking lot. Last week, as I was walking home at around 10, I had to walk past a man who was pretty obviously homeless. It seemed like he was looking for something that he'd lost and... He was talking to himself. I had to walk past him to get home, so I try to just put my head down and quickly walk past. But he blocks my way, saying, Excuse me, hey, did you see this thing about this big... Gestures with his hands. When you were walking through here? Confused, I say, uh, what? Uh, no, sorry, and hurriedly walk away. I can hear him trying to talk more to me, but... I kept going and he luckily didn't follow. A few days later I encountered him again on the same trail and he tried to talk to me again but I just said sorry I don't know what you're talking about and kept going. Well tonight I walk into the train station and he's coming out of the elevator as I'm going down the escalator and starts yelling at me excuse me wait ma'am. I ignore him but he follows me and won't leave me alone, so I turn around and say, what? He says, hey, did you see my speaker? You know, since you were on the trail that night. I tell him no, that I don't know what he's talking about. He then says, well, can I look in your backpack real quick? Because you're looking really guilty right now. I tell him no, and he then gets mad and takes a step towards me. So I pull out my pepper spray and tell him, leave me alone or I'll pepper spray you. He starts yelling about how he doesn't care and how I better not have his stuff, but he walks away eventually. 
I walk to the far end of the platform away from him and call my roommate and tell her what's happening. That is when the guy walks up holding a hatchet that he tries to hide under his jacket and I hold up my pepper spray and stand up and tell him to back up because I'm not playing around anymore. He puts his hands up and backs away. My roommate calls the transit police for me. I can hear the guy screaming somewhere upstairs in the station. Luckily, my train pulled up right then and I hopped on. I really hope that I don't see this guy again and that this was the last time that I have to interact with him. Because quite honestly, I do not have this guy's speakers. I was around 12 years old and sitting on the back of my dad's truck with the tailgate down. I was waiting on my friend to meet up with me so that we could go and do whatever 12 year olds do on a weekend. It was a spring day in Georgia so everything was alive and pretty noisy. Dogs were barking, birds were chirping and bugs were screaming. After sitting there for a while everything just goes silent all of a sudden. There wasn't even a peep. I look around to see if there were any birds or dogs around me, but there wasn't. When I turned back to look at the street, there was a black, misty, shapeless form walking from my neighbors across the street from me to their neighbor's yard. As I'm watching it move, I whispered in disbelief, what the heck is that? Apparently it heard me too because it stopped as soon as I said it, and looked like it was turning towards me, although it was shapeless and it was thinner while moving and kind of thickened out like a normal person would when you look at them head on. It stood there though for what felt like a while and I'm guessing that it stared me down. My heart was beating very fast and I don't think that I was breathing this time. It started to move towards me and was about to step into the street when I heard my friend yell to me from up the street... The way the houses were built, she couldn't see the side of the street with the form. I stab my head to her and raise my hand so that she knows that I'm there. And I immediately go back to look for the form, but when I did, it wasn't there anymore. Once I saw that it was gone, everything all of a sudden came back to life, it seemed. All the noise expected at springtime hit me at once, and I became extremely overwhelmed and... I even started to cry. My friend reached me and saw that I was crying. She was rightfully confused and asked why I was so upset. I told her everything that I experienced and she got really quiet. She told me that she had seen it too, not long before I did at her house. She lived a street over and told me that she was terrified during the encounter. She said that it started to move towards her from her neighbor's yard, like me, into hers and she was completely frozen. She broke out of that trance because her mum told her that she needed to come inside for dinner now. And when she looked back, just like me, it was gone. Because we were so spooked by that, we decided that it was a good day to have a movie marathon. I never did see it again, but I do believe that I had other encounters with it. I am pretty skeptical but open to the idea that paranormal and interdimensional entities can or do actually exist. 
but I always try to debunk why or if paranormal things happen. Weird sounds, bumps, etc. Anyways, when I was around 10 or 13 years old, I cannot actually remember the exact age. My sister and I were playfully chasing each other, uh, just around the house and playing hide and seek, and it was my turn to count and go look for her. I returned to the living room, like a den area but wider space, and this room was where the base or safe spot was when the hider tries to avoid you. I finished up counting and as I was saying, ready or not, here I come, I remember getting this weird feeling just sort of overcoming me like I was being watched. I whipped my head around to look behind me and there in one of the corners of the room was a short, probably four foot, pale, dark cloaked but no hood covering their facial features, scared looking bald man staring at me huddled in the corner like they were scared and surprised I was able to see them. It definitely was not human from what I can remember and I was able to discern quickly in my head that it presented male-like qualities and features. I didn't feel any malevolence from this being or ill intentions, but as quickly as I blinked after seeing it, whatever it was, was gone. And I remember being confused for a bit, but my brain went back to just wanting to play. I do recall avoiding that spot in the corner for a while and feeling scared to get close to it, and my mum asked what was going on with why I was acting sort of weary of the corner and I told her about the figure but she said that it could have been my imagination and I just left it at that. I'm not sure why it's bothering me lately but just wondering if anyone has had a similar experience or knows anything, legends, myths, etc. about a small pale hunched over cloaked and scared looking bald man in the corner. Although it certainly could have been just a child's imagination, I really don't think it was. So, I want to start off by saying that I don't believe in anything paranormal or supernatural. I'm definitely a man of science and believe everything can be explained by it. But, with that said... I still don't understand what I actually saw. I live in Lubbock, Texas, and next to my town there's another smaller town about 20 minutes out called Wilson. Me and my three friends were just hanging out one cold night and saw that it was getting late, about three-ish in the morning. My friend lived in Wilson at the time, so we decided to drop off first to get that long drive out of the way, and after we dropped him off, we got back on the highway heading back into our town. As soon as we got onto the interstate, we entered some misty fog. We had drove this trip plenty of times before, but this time we noticed something different standing right on the grassy median. What we saw was a figure of a person, dressed in an all-white gown with long straight black hair, facing away from us. I was driving and decided to slow down to get a better look. The second that we got close to the figure... It turned its head like an owl to reveal the pale face of a woman, screaming at us, then jumped in front of the car and flew up using their giant white wings. It wasn't a gown at all, in fact. It was wings covering her entire body. I don't know if it was just me, but I could feel her eyes burning a hole in mine when she looked at us. The image of this giant bird woman 
still haunts me to this day. At the time, we were at a loss for words. We didn't understand what had just happened, and in a matter of a few seconds, we witnessed some, well, unexplainable creature, and just as fast as it appeared, it was gone. So, if anyone else has had a similar experience, then please feel free to share it with me. This woman has been living rent-free in my mind for years now, and I really just want to figure out what that thing was. Seven or eight years ago, I stayed overnight at Waverly Hills Sanitarium with some friends. We really had a blast, but other than accidentally frightening ourselves, really not much happened. That is, until just before dawn while we were in the surgery on the fourth or fifth floor. I looked out the window and I saw what I first thought was an injured dog, then possibly a wounded deer because it was bigger than a dog. It was sort of scuttling around down there like a crab and just looked, I don't know, wrong. After a few seconds, it came out of the shadows and I got a better look at it. It looked like a, a very tall, thin humanoid doing the crab walk, bent over backwards with its face looking up at me. I couldn't make out any features, but it sure felt like it was looking right at me. Then it scuttled off into the shadows again. It happened so fast that I didn't have time to say anything, but when I turned around, one of my friends was standing behind me, and he said, Did you just see that? We were both stunned and didn't tell anyone else at first. I asked the tour guide if people ever reported seeing things on the grounds, and he replied with, People see things crawling around down there all the time. And well, that was certainly a bit of a shock. That's my story and I wish there was more to it but I'm kind of glad that there isn't. It's a, a weird event in my life that I don't think I'll ever forget. G'day mates, it's Bee Buster here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Be Scared Podcast. And please, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode too. Also, it would be much appreciated if you could share this new podcast with your friends and family and on social media too. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you mates in the next one. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.